Welcome back to another episode of Ramiumptum Ruminations. My name is Scott, and I'm the host. Today's episode is called Be a Positive Influence for Change. Thanks for coming back to listen to another episode. Today's episode is a response to a message I received through Facebook from a listener named Jacob. Before we get into it, I do have a couple of quick things to say. This episode is coming out in August 22nd of 2022. Next month, September of 2022, I will be in Salt Lake City the last week of the month. I thought it would be fun to get together with some listeners. Check the description of this episode. There is a there is a survey um, put on by one of my listeners named Brock, where you'll fill out how many people might attend and some ideas of where we might go. And then in a few weeks, I'll post uh, uh, more details about what our plans are and when we can get together. the The date for us getting together would be September twenty third of twenty twenty two in the evening, because I'm flying in that afternoon. Another quick thing, if this podcast is something that you enjoy, you find uh, value in what I'm putting out, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a review, sending a comment, and sharing it with, with friends and family who you think might find value in it as well. This listener, Jacob, sent a sent this comment in when I was asking I was asking listeners to um, provide questions for my one year episode. And I started recording a response to this question and it turned um, pretty long. So I thought that it warranted its own episode. And honestly, I could have done that for any number of the questions that were asked for the one year episode. So um, please don't feel slighted if if I didn't give a question you asked um, this sort of uh, full episode treatment. So Jacob says, I've loved the podcast so far, and you're definitely in the top three of my favorites, which considering the number of podcasts I've subscribed to is saying something. Flattery will get you everywhere with me. That might be why I'm giving him a full episode for this response. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he, he had some great questions, and, and I think it'll uh, provide a, a good discussion here. Jacob says, I resigned from the church around the end of last year due primarily to my being gay and not feeling comfortable having my name associated with an organization that's been as harmful as the church has been for queer people like myself. I also don't believe the orthodox narrative about truth claims and see no one making room for non-literal, mythical, or otherwise unorthodox believers, if I can use that term very broadly. At the same time, Mormonism is a huge part of me, whether I like it or not. And being in Utah, the vast majority of my friends and family are members. Despite its great and obvious shortcomings, I also see a lot of potential for the church to use its great resources, including its large, dwindling social capital, for great good. I see people like the Brit Vengers, especially Peter Blakely Nemo and 21st Century Saints, and their attempts at reform 
to be what the church desperately needs. Over the last few months, despite my formally distancing myself from the institution, I felt what I can only describe as a calling to not leave Mormonism behind, but to help bring about a healthier version of it. Of course, there's a tremendous amount of obstacles to getting anything like that done. My question then is, am I crazy? Can the church be changed into something I can see myself proudly a part of again? Something that can honor both literal and metaphorical belief? That celebrates women and queer people? That is accountable and flexible and honest? Or is it too far gone, not worth the mental and emotional labor to save? Jacob says more, but I'm going to stop here and talk a little bit about some of my thoughts on this. Those that have listened for a while know that I, I study Stoicism as a way to center myself and, and have a better frame of mind to deal with this crazy world that we live in. To answer some of these questions, I am I'm going to lean a little bit on uh, Stoicism. To answer this, you know, the question, am I crazy? I'm going to go to uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And this is 639. It's a short phrase. Or it's a short passage, don't worry. It says, you've been allotted certain events by destiny, and you should adapt yourself to them. As for the people you've been allotted, hold them dear, but do so genuinely. This is something that Marcus is reminding himself a number of times throughout meditations. It's this idea that that we don't get to choose the people that are around us. We don't choose the families we're born into. We don't choose our co-workers. Sometimes we don't choose the state that we're living in. Maybe we were born and raised in Utah or or wherever we find ourselves. It's not a choice that we made. And, and the people that are around us, we, we have no power to determine who is or isn't around us. As for the people you've been allotted, hold them dear, but do so genuinely. Many of us in this space, we find ourselves at a crossroads. There are so many aspects of the LDS church that we disagree with. In my own case, I've been allotted a family who is devout, active, believing, and I don't know that they'll ever not fall into those categories. I don't get to choose what their beliefs will or won't be in the future. But the choice that I do get to make is to love them genuinely. Jacob, are you crazy? No way. You are not crazy. The people that you're referring to are people that you care about, obviously. But you recognize that they belong to unhealthy systems. You have a unique perspective on the systems that they belong to that could hurt them, our friends and family, or the, the loved ones of our friends and family. So we, we come to the table with a unique perspective. And it is, it is silly to assume that just because we've de deconstructed one unhealthy system doesn't mean that we still believe in or agree with another different unhealthy system. But since we do recognize problems, is it possible for the church to be changed into something healthier? I think, and any listener out there is welcome to disagree with me, 
although the church has done real serious harm to many, many people, once it has received sufficient pushback, social pressure, what have you, once that happens, the church has shown a track record of making positive changes. I don't say that to diminish the harm that it has done to people in the past. What I'm trying to do is recognize that, yes, eventually it does make good choices. It does transform itself to being a healthier institution. So to answer the question, I would say yes, but it will take significant work, significant effort both inside and outside of the church. So I'll keep reading what uh, Jacob said here. He says, if it can be saved, what's the best way to go about to go about that? To just find and talk to people who are on the fence about how to make their congregation better? Get my voice out there as a YouTube or TikTok channel or podcast? Get together with groups like Dialogue or Sunstone or the Mormon Transhumanist Association? Who are all putting forward healthier versions of Mormonism on a more fundamental or theological level? The motive for that I have for doing my podcast is right here. You're explaining exactly why I do what I do. I see problems in the way the faith is practiced, and I'm trying to go about encouraging good change in a way that I think will reach believers and non-believers alike. Just because it's right for me to do a podcast that doesn't mean it's right for everyone. So for this, I, I can't really answer for you what standing up and encouraging positive change looks like, because that's something for you to decide for your own life. One thing that's important to remember with all of this, and I discussed it a number of episodes back, I think um, early 2022, I did an episode about the metaphor of the archer, where I discussed the dichotomy of control. When I start a process, and I'll, I'll kind of show my perspective of this and, and how it relates to speaking out to encourage positive change for the church. And for a quick recap of the dichotomy of control for those that didn't listen to the episode, again, I think the episode was called The Metaphor of the Archer. The dichotomy of control, according to Stoics, is, is that there are basically two categories of things in our lives. There are things that we have control over and things that we do not have control over. Based on wherever something falls in either one of those categories, it determines what our actions and goals should look like. So for example, I don't pretend to have any real power to change the values of the LDS church. I am not a decision maker over there. I am not in the quorum of the 12 apostles. I am just some random guy with a microphone. What I say can influence people within the church, but I do not have any power. I do not have any control over what they teach, what new decisions they say, or what is classified as doctrine and policy to the LDS church. It's outside of my realm of control. 
I can't control their values, their perspective, their actions, their beliefs, nothing. None of that is within my power. So what is within my power? If my goal is to affect positive change, what is in my power? I can't make a goal to say, I want to change the church and have them suddenly accept LGBTQ plus members. I can't make that goal because that's not something within my control. So what could I say? The goal that I have set with this podcast is I want to create a space for both believers and non-believers to come together and have a discussion about various topics in regards to the church. Where I could create a space where both a believer and a non-believer might be able to discuss a subject such as sexual orientation or gender identity and do it in a healthy productive way where both a believer and a non-believer can have an open discussion about it. This does not mean that I have any sort of influence on the leaders of the church or the decisions that they make, but I can control the tone of my podcast. I can control whether or not I make it a safe space for a believer to come and listen to an episode or two. Since I set my goal to something within my power, it is something that I can ensure that I will achieve. So to, to wrap that up, I'm going to, I'll go to Epictetus. This is in Discourses 1.1.17, if you want to go and look this up. Leading up to this, um, Ep- Epictetus is talking about a ship captain and the inability to sail due to uh, poor winds. And then he finishes off this story by saying this. What are we to do then? To make the best of what lies within our power and deal with everything else as it comes. How does it come then? As God wills. Epictetus here, uh, God he's referring to is Zeus. Um, He'd mentioned him earlier in the story. Whether you believe in gods or not, the idea is the same. I can't control the choices and decisions that the church makes. Whatever the circumstance, whatever, whatever change that I would hope that they might make in the future, I have no power over that. I do have power over the podcast that I'm creating, the tone that I set. I have power over the way that I interact with my believing friends and family. But since I don't have power over the church, I have to accept it for what it is and deal with it for what it is. I have to accept everything else as it comes. That doesn't mean I, I have to appreciate, respect, or, or like the way it looks today. But since it's outside of my power, I have to accept it for what it is. This is where this dichotomy of control helps a person focus on what they can change and what they can't change recognizing that I cannot personally affect any change within the church frees me to focus on the things that I do have an impact or that I do have some sort of ability to affect. So Jacob, as you're thinking about what things you might or might not be able to do, consider the dichotomy of control as you go into this. Accept things for what they are, and decide what things you do have some power to affect in your life. 
From here, Jacob continued, he said, I've also been having a thought that maybe not just the church, but religion in general, may may very well be an outdated social technology. Is there a better tool in the toolbox that can give people a sense of meaning and purpose, a consistent moral framework, and a strong community? Or does that tool still have to be invented? That ended up a lot longer than I first thought, so apologies in advance. I've really appreciated your voice and thoughtful, empathetic discussions you've brought to the table. I think this is a really interesting question. I I feel like storytelling has been the way our culture has shared with younger members of society what things to value what things are important and aren't important what are the social taboos and what are the things that are socially acceptable and i think that's still true today even outside of the context of religion if you observe the storytelling that's happening in disney or other other companies that are creating stories specifically for children These ideas teach people what is okay and not okay in society. Now, that doesn't mean that it would replace religion entirely. I think there are social aspects of religion that um, organization, service, and such that don't exist strictly within a storytelling perspective. But the tools that the scriptures use in storytelling to teach people what's important to the society exist outside of religion, just not in an organized way. So I don't know if anything's been invented yet to replace it as far as a social structure, uh, but storytelling is not unique to religion. So for all the listeners that feel inclined to speak out against the church, especially with some of the recent things that have come in the news, I think that's great. But it's important to recognize the things that are within our sphere of influence. We can be the safe safe person for a friend or family. We can make it known to those around us what we think about the church and its harmful teachings that should be changed. We can provide that social pressure that has encouraged the church to make changes in the past. But ultimately... Those changes are outside of our control. Thanks for listening to the episode today. I hope that Jacob's question, which I think is a sentiment that many people feel as they leave the church and they go through the various emotions that go along with a religious deconstruction. And I hope that my response to that was helpful to someone who's considering speaking out against the church or even just speaking out for what they think and feel. So thanks again, Jacob. That was an excellent question, and it sparked a great discussion. The last thing he said <laughs> in this, this message that he sent was, On a not terribly related note, before I get out of your hair, I recently discovered 12-sided guys, and I have to say that I loved that too. I'm binging it as quickly as I can, and I'm already on episode 44 the holiday special. Joff and Ebby are especially too precious, and I'm excited to see where they end up. It's fun getting to see this other side of you. 
So this this uh, listener, Jacob, listens to both of the podcasts that I've put out, both the Ramiumptum Ruminations and the 12 Sided Guys, which is an actual play D&D podcast. In that one, it is definitely a different side of me <laughs> that you don't get in this one. A little bit more crass, a little bit more funny, and uh, just general shenanigans. Thanks again, Jacob. I, I really appreciate you reaching out. And to any other listeners out there, I love having discussions with you. And feel free to reach out through the various podcasting platforms or Facebook at any time. One last reminder, check the episode notes for the survey to, to send me your ideas of places to meet in Salt Lake City. I'm going to be in downtown. Um, the hotel I'm staying at is near uh, the City Creek Mall. Because the, that Saturday, September 24th, I will be at FanX for the whole day with uh, the 12-sided guys. Wherever you find yourself out there today, just starting a workout and getting ready for a run, I hope that you have an excellent day. <laughs>